With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. DNVR Bets Daily, RK and Professor Dre. Hope you're having a nice day. Hope you know the good word about one Colin Mora freaking cow. You know, why don't we just, why don't we just play this one more time? <laughs> oh boy. I, I think it's like a nothing to lose tournament for some of these bigger names. And so I wonder if just a guy, you know, that, that I was looking at, like a Colin Morikawa, who's like mm. a guy who's playing good golf um, and isn't going to, you know, take anything for granted because he's young mm. and he's, you know, he's he's still played less than 30 tournaments on the tour. Um, and he's, he sees this as like, I'm going to take this one super seriously uh, and go win myself, you know, a million dollars for while all these other guys are, you know, trying to experiment. But Morikawa, he's got the fifth most money bet placed on him. So the the sharps agree with you, my man. Morikawa, Colin Morikawa, this Colin Morikawa, <laughs> Colin Morikawa, Colin Morikawa, Morikawa trade. Oh, all aboard. Morikawa, three different Morikawa bets. Oh. We're going to live or die with Morikawa. Oh, my God. Morikawa, Morikawa, Colin Morikawa. We're calling on Colin here to come through for us. I'm all in on Morikawa. Everyone's a risky pick when Morikawa is going to mow down the whole field. Morikawa, his name is on there. Pick it. Morikawa, 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 Colin Morikawa. Morikawa. Now, say my name. <laughs> Colin Morikawa. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I just have to do this real quick. Ah. Oh. Ooh. Nice. Wait. Very nice. There we go. Mm. You know, there's something special about waking up to just more Morikawa. So true. It really is. The man goes out there. And he shoots eight under yesterday. He shoots, no, sorry, seven under, 65. Yep. I took a lot of credit for it, deservedly so. And, you know, Andre, I'm a big believer in dancing with the ones that brought you. So I asked Colin Morikawa, hey, you want to dance again? Let's go. Let's go back to the dance floor. And boy, oh boy, did the DJ play a jam. Because Colin Morikawa goes out with 66 today. you got to be kidding me. Lowest round of the freaking tournament so far today uh he did it yesterday he shot the lowest round out of everyone of course the round one leader he does it again today that's six and zero on colin morikawa bets in two days as i told zach and mace on the uh, dnvr broncos podcast i said hey colin morikawa has won me so much money 
in the last two days that I could bet on him to win every single time he ever sets foot on a golf course again in his life, and I'd still be in the green. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, not only did he have the highest score yesterday, not only has he had the highest score thus far today, he has the highest two scores in the tournament, period. Lowest. The 65 and 66. The lowest, yes. No one's shot better than a 67 thus far. I mean, it's just insane how on fire this kid is. And I mean, we were joking when you were calling it all, you know, the good word and being uh, you being a disciple of Colin Morikawa. At this point today, two days in, I do. I I feel, I feel that desire to drop everything and dedicate my life solely to Colin Morikawa <laughs> and spreading the word. I'm really, um, I have this deep feeling of dread that this this magic will will end at some point, and I just don't want it to happen, Ryan. Um, luckily, they're playing at this same course next week, so you know I dream of two weeks of Colin Morikawa just making us rich basically oh yeah i didn't even think about the fact that he could just keep this rolling you know yes. we could go pull more clips from wednesday's show when i talked about wire to wire winners was like plus 2500 or something I'm like well colin Morikawa is gonna go wire to wire so you know there's there's leading through one day there's leading through two days and when we're not through two days by any means yet in fact we're just about to see our guys get on the tee here to see if we can get our uh our fairway prop bet yep, yep. um but let me just say this. The man is six strokes ahead of the field right now. This isn't like, you know, oh, he's got a lead through day one and he held on to it through day two. No, he's just building on this thing. Uh, and there was weather in the area, which slowed things down. Not great news for the guys playing behind them. Now I'm looking at the uh, stream right now and it just looks like a little bit of wind out there. Nothing crazy. So maybe it has blown right. over and these guys will get nice soft greens and they'll be all right. But Someone, so the lowest person who is going off still hasn't teed off is, let me see this. So I guess you've got Hadwin, who just is through one right now. He's six under. That man has to shoot what Colin Morikawa shot yesterday, which was 65 to even tie him for the lead. Colin Morikawa is going to be winning this tournament when we go to sleep tonight. Yeah, um, I kind of love hearing you say Colin Morikawa too. Now I've uh, I've heard it so much that it's become like the soundtrack to my life. I've, Him I've to win. Name, I've said his name so many times that oh, I I almost worry if I'm somehow mispronouncing it in one way or the other. They're like, what if this all? I what if it's Morikawa or something like that? When I was just saying it wrong all along. So we we talked about him to be the leader through round two. Um, and there was like now decent odds all considered. La now it's been taken down. Last I checked, he was at like minus ten thousand. Yeah, it was um plus so that leads pretty last night. Uh, and I didn't end up taking that. The ones I took today yeah. were him to beat Leishman and Snedeker. Leishman's out like five over. Have a have a nice flight home. Uh, sure. Snedeker, I think he shot one under. You know, good try, good effort. Um. Then I had him to beat Leishman straight up. I mean, oh, and here we go. Justin Thomas on the tee. Let's get some live action here. Okay, great. Justin Thomas on the tee at one. He's got three wood in the hand, which should be good for us. He takes it away. He's off. Okay. It looks on line. Needs to hold. Come on, oh, he, twist, he twirled the club. Oh boy. oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, boy. We're in. We're in. 
All right. There's one. All There's right. one. All right. Now, Anyways. We have so much to talk about. Weather delay. You know who wasn't affected by the weather? Colin Morikawa, who came in in the final three shots and had two birdies. I know. Um, and won me some money. That's that's how I earned my shades, because I had Leishman, uh, Morikawa to have more birdies in the final three than right, Leishman. Bro- Brooks uh, has driver. He's off. Okay. Oh, boy. It's leaking a little right. Is it over the bunkers? Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think he got it. I don't think he got it. Unless oh, the cameras no. missed it for us. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Well, let's watch Jason Day here and just what a shame. hope that maybe uh, Brooks got lucky. Why is Brooks take a driver? Jason Day and JT both took three wood. All right, no here's respect Jason Day. for the gambling public from Brooks. <laughs> he really doesn't give a damn. I mean, Brooks <laughs> just like so careless, man. Uh, Jason Day. I mean, just he piped it. So right in the middle of the fairway. Oh boy. I, we oh, got to hope oh. for some sort of miscalculation on the part of the camera crew. I didn't see. Brooks come down. Yeah, we'll have to see where he starts his second shot. You can report that in like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay, anyways. That's a shame. Okay. Uh, I might, this will be a, a live, uh, this could be a live shade detraction. <laughs> that would be a first in the show history, me having to take my shades off because Brooks screwed it all up. So, anyways, outstanding day from uh, Morikawa. I mean, he's just our god. He's a freak. And, you know, you called me a disciple of Morikawa, but, like, he really is. You know, he hits the left to right almost every time, just like me. You know, we're together in this. So, uh, Colin Morikawa, my new favorite golfer. Welcome. Uh, 3-0 on Morikawa yesterday, 3-0 today. And this is what I want. I want the people here. I I see we've got a good number of of listeners and viewers on a Friday afternoon here. I want the people's opinion. Mm. DraftKings is very scared of Colin Morikawa right now. Though my opinion is they're not scared enough. So I want I want uh, you guys to chime in. I had 30 to 1 on Colin Morikawa to win the tournament. DraftKings Sportsbook right now offering me 9 to 1 to get out of it. What do you think? Let us know in the comment section. Should I take the 9 to 1 right now? Uh, you know, Almost double my account uh, from Colin Morikawa bets over the last two days uh, and take my money and run? Or do I just let them sweat this thing out? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) they want you off of Colin Morikawa. I would suggest they come with uh, 35 to 1. You know, they might have to to give you better than the original bet at this point because Morikawa is on fire and he's not stopping anytime soon. The que- like, here's the thing. Yeah. Drink if you're a DNVR Broncos podcast listener. Um, at what point is he not going to be in this? I mean, he has to implode tomorrow. Knock on wood. Uh, mm-hmm. to be to so like the longer this goes, the more we get down the road, they're only going to be able to up this, right? Like, mm-hmm. he goes, you know, he goes out tomorrow and just plays good golf he's definitely in it on sunday they still want me out of that ticket um yeah you're right you probably have 30 more hours of kind of being able to milk this 
Yeah, they're going to probably have to come with over half of what I originally put in. I mean, it's going to take two dynamite days from someone else, which possible. It's a massive field. Um, but it's going to take Colin to really have some two mediocre days. I mean, and he's it, putting the hell out of the ball right now. Like, if one thing usually doesn't leave you, it's putting. And he is putting the ball so well right now. Like, he's dialed in on these greens. And you want, you want to talk about next week? That's not going anywhere. He's going to be dialed in on the greens all week. So, anyways, the one thing that's that's giving me a little bit of thought here is if you told me at any point you can win a nine-to-one bet, I'm doing backflips, you know? Right, on Colin Morikawa, your joke pick from two days ago. Like, yeah, <laughs> very serious. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I did days of research. Oh, let's see. All right, JT... Well, Kepka hit his 326 yards. Uh, Off, huh? Yeah, he's standing in the rough. Damn. Oh, damn you, Brooks. I hate Brooks. I hate Jordan Spieth. <laughs> I understand why you hate Phil now. Like, they're all just trash. They're all dead to me. And Paul Morikawa is my god. Dude, so. Jason Day hit his three wood 300 yards down the middle of the fairway. Kepka, why are you so greedy? He us. just doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn that Kepka. All right. We uh we're 12 minutes in and we've only talked golf, buddies. Okay. Now it's time to talk about the event of the week. And that of course is subscribing and becoming a member at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to do it to get in on everything we're about to talk about, which is a hell of an odds boost from the good folks over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up. Of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthroughs. Restrictions do apply. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Remember, $1,000 sign-up bonus if you go to DraftKings Sportsbook and use the code dnvr all right dre we are one day away and somehow this man masvidal dropped 22 yep. pounds in like two days i don't know how he did it yep he made well, way for starters in. i think that that photo of him eating pizza was all trolling us like he wasn't that's a that's a photo op but then he took it out and was like okay guys eat the pizza like toss hmm. that slice I respect yeah. it if that's what he did. I think so. Okay. So let's talk about this event. Yeah. It is a big one. Um, Massive. Three are title we, fights. So what, how many? Three title fights. Three title fights. I thought you said four for a second. I was like, did I miss one? Um, <laughs> so the main card starts with, with Van Zant, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Page okay. Van Zant. So, again, we talked about this a little bit on Monday, but I'm really liking the round-robin parlay on all the underdogs here. How are you yeah. feeling about that? Oh, gosh, this card is so lit, anything can happen. I mean, it, these all these fighters in the main card could all be, you know, and we've seen this, right? Throughout, once the comp gets tougher, like the co-main and the main, those are the more unpredictable. Those are the more wide-open ones. That's where we've seen more upsets. All of these main card fights, the top five fights, those would all have been main card worthy in a UFC fight night that we've watched thus far. 
Um, so really, anything can happen. Paige Van Zant, if you're taking that upset, I just want you to beware. This is a, you know, this is a like a bit of a roller coaster. Strap in tight. Uh, she's not going to have a lot of knockout power. She is tough as nails. She's very well-rounded. Uh, she can get you with the grappling, but she's athletic and really fast and can kind of move around and uh, you know play more of a tactical distance game. So she's got the pieces, but she's going against a true brawler in Amanda Ribas, who uh, is going to have more muscle definition, is going to you know try to take her to the ground and ground and pound her. So there's going to be some like, hold on tight moments here if you've taken Paige Van Zandt. But she's, without a doubt, she is the more experienced fighter in this one. She's had more, ex like, the tougher fights in her career. She's more battle-tested. She might be tougher, and you're getting her at plus 500. Like, from a value perspective, that's really nice. Um, but yeah, it's she's probably going to, the only path to victory is by decision, and it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a bit of a tough one. What about like submission or something crazy like that? <laughs> I could see it. I mean, anything's possible, but you know, it's uh... I hate decisions on underdogs. Oh, I know. They're really rough. Yeah. But I mean, she does have the higher pedigree, so maybe she's a she's an underdog here, but maybe for the the judges, she gets a little extra juice. All right, so Paige Van, so she is our first underdog. I here's the thing about Paige Van Zant: if she wins that fight, oh. we are looking great on this round robin parlay. Uh, next right. fight here: Jessica Andrade or Andrade uh, versus Rose Namajunas. I've heard Andrade, here? and Andrade. the first time these two gals fought was in. Say Nama Yunus is our one local product, 303 uh -oh. uh, altitude training or what have you. Um, she's outstanding, like maybe my my favorite um, female fighter to watch. Uh oh, uh, what's this, Ren? Yeah, oh, I don't. I don't want to bet against her. Yeah, I know, I know, and she's really fun to watch. The she she was maybe having the best fight of her life in the defending her belt against Andrade in the first meeting against these two. And then in the second round, Andrade lifted her up and slammed her to the ground and like on her neck. And that put Nama Yunus out. It was one of the freakiest, most insane finishes. So we get to see that rematch. Um, Nama Yunus, you know, the better skill, but Andrade is built like a tank. And has these, I mean, she's a jiu -jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu like phenom. And she has these type of, she has this ability to lift a small girl like Nama Yunus out and, and slam her down and uh, and do that. So again, Nama Yunus, uh, definitely a favorite, um, hard to root against her. But yeah, and there's some decent value with Andrade. Though this is, this is one of the two fights I'm least convinced about with the underdog. All right, well. That's kind of a tough, uh, tough breakdown there, but I'm sticking with my I underdog know. parlay. Um, I want to see another slam knockout. Uh, this next one, I have to say, I was listening to a little UFC podcast, and they were not at all confident in Jose Aldo uh, yeah. versus Peter Yan. This one's probably going to be the toughest one, but you know, yeah. in my opinion. 
Yes. When you when you do these, you have to commit to the underdogs, and you never know. You, if you don't pick this one, then of course that's going to be the one that hits. So you got to get on mm-hmm. all of them. But uh, maybe that you want to talk about some of the value that could be on some of these fights if you don't want to ride with us on the round round robin parlay. Yeah, like the Van Zandt, I said that that fight, especially if you like Van Zandt, probably not going to go the distance. Uh, Andraj Namajunas, not to go the distance, plus 105. Like that a lot. Um, this Yan Aldo fight is another one where, where I don't see it going the distance. That's at minus 182. Look, Yan, I mentioned Namajunas was the one favorite. I'm going to, one of two favorites I'm going to have a hard time going against. Peter Yan's the other one. The argument for Jose Aldo is he's gone down in weight class after being one of the best 145 pounders of all time. Goes down to 135, which he said has always been his natural weight. First fight is against the number one contender in the division. According to most everyone, he wins the second and third round pretty decisively. But the decision goes to to the number one contender who's not given this title bout. Aldo's given it because UFC is basically saying, look, we don't care what the judges said. You won that fight. You're a legend. And we're going to give you Peter Yan. Peter Yan's a boxer. We love these kind of fighters. He's going to have less range, which means he needs to get close and personal. Mm. And he's going to force he's going to force the finish, uh, which makes him spectacular. Obviously, amazing with his um, fist. Very good defensive movement. But then he also has some baller knees. He's uh, devastating with his kicks and stuff. Aldo, though, you know, he he's going to be very comfortable fighting on his feet. He's been way more battle-tested. Peter Yen's only been in the UFC for like six fights and only beat ranked contender, like two ranked contenders, both not the quality of any of the top guys in this division. But because he's Russian, because he has a fan base, because he's so exciting to watch, he's kind of getting pumped up before maybe he deserves it. Mm. So that's where this could come into play is... Aldo's Aldo's fought. I mean, you name the best of the best in the UFC. Conor McGregor stripped his belt. Uh, Max Holloway took his belt. You know, truly some of the greatest in UFC history. Um, and he's fought toe to toe with them or beat them. Um, so he there's there's definitely a path to success, especially in a five round fight where Peter Yen, we've never seen him have to go the distance. And Aldo's very kind of meticulous he's going to pick his spots he's going to be very good in his defensive movement so we're going to see it might not be so easy for yan to get within his range and brawl here so there's definitely a path to victory with aldo i feel better about this than andrage maybe um but stylistically it's hard to go against yan when you look at the resumes though there's a there's a much better argument for aldo here all right, you know, you talked me into it much more than they did. Uh, I, I'm all. I, I think Aldo's going to win now. Um, next- you like this, Aldo, because that last fight he lost went to a decision which was controversial. He has said, "I'm not messing around anymore. I'm not letting my fights go to the decision." Now, easy to say that right before you start getting punched in the face. Uh, but you know, if that's the Aldo we get, a this is going to be a phenomenal fight. And B, I, I I like his chances even more that way. If he has, if he's more of the aggressor, because Yen, you know, it's it's similar to like Mike Tyson in his prime. We never saw Mike Tyson have to take a punch and come back until he finally lost to Buster Douglas, mm-hmm. and he was like, "That dude punched me really hard." Yeah. What happens when Peter Yen takes a really tough blow? Let's that's go. that's going to be a, a a key to to this fight. All right, next one here. 
Oh, I love this one. Uh, Alex Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. Max Holloway is a legend. Legend. Plus 170. Greatest 145-er of all time is what you'll hear. And the exact kind of fighter that we love, Ryan. He's the aggressor. He's a puncher. He just keeps coming and keeps coming. Um, he's a volume puncher, not necessarily a power puncher. So he's you know, like uh, those great shooting guards in the early 2000s when we were kids, the Kobe Bryants, the Allen Iversons, those volume shooters. He's a volume puncher. And maybe in the first round, you're like, oh, sure, he, he hit me with 40, 40 punches, but that didn't hurt me. By round two or three, it's like, man, this guy keeps coming and he keeps peppering me. And by round four, those shots that in round one barely even hurt you, now he's putting you to the ground. And now he's peppering you on the ground, and it's a TKO. What uh, happened was – yeah, no, go I ahead. I was just going to say, I got to say, now – Brooks realizing he was an idiot on the first has a three wood in his head, a hand on the second. So thanks a lot, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks, you're dead to us forever. Um, the problem is in the rematch when Volkanowski took uh, Max's belt, um, it was the the just a perfect game plan. Max uh, Volkanowski is one of these kickboxers from Australia, and dude, he does it with power. He does it in volume, and that really by chopping down the legs of Max Holloway that really slowed down his ability to keep coming in waves the way he does. Um, but Matt uh, Volkanovsky feels a little disrespected. He said he wants to finish Max. He doesn't want to hear anything about, Oh, maybe Max should have won the last fight, which to me, Volkanovsky won that like easy. Um, and you know, Max is good defensively and avoided some like Volkanovsky wasn't really able to land many punches. Had he, he's the more powerful, Striker of the two, uh, that could have even ended earlier than going the distance. But then again, he's a legend. It, preparing in adverse situations, I think, gives the more veteran fighter a bit of an advantage. And he got his belt stripped. I mean, I, he's been thinking about this fight over and over and trying to figure out a game plan to really alter Volkanovski's ability to keep him at bay. Um, so, you know, how can you not feel good about getting a legend at plus 170? You love it. And that leads us to the final fight here. So just real quick, this will also be the longest UFC card we've seen so far because we're going to have three five-round fights. Yeah, that's right. That's yep, awesome. We sure are. Uh, mm -hmm. So the last one here, Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal. In terms of our parlay, parlay I absolutely love Masvidal here. Um yeah. And he's going to kind as much as it's going to end up hurting my bank account to say this, he's going to be the guy that I'm rooting for in this fight. Yeah, for sure. And he's gone from plus 230, I think, to start the week to plus 180. Um, so more yeah. and more action going his way, uh, more and more people talking themselves into it. Look, these are adverse situations for both fighters um, to have in a main card. As much as this is a tough, uh, you know, just on one week to take a, a title fight for Masvidal is a bit of an uphill battle. Usman, he had to make a decision to take this as well. And it's one thing to do a camp preparing for Gilbert Burns, a guy who you know well and have been sparring with for almost a decade now. And now taking on this big rival who you have a big beef with, with only a week to prepare. Yeah. Um, Basically, the entire time you were quarantined in Abu Dhabi, uh, wow, since you've known this fight, so it's 
aside from maybe grinding some film, it's not like he's been practicing any techniques and stuff. And stylistically, Masvidal is the type of fighter we like more. Uh, just a phenomenal creative striker um, who's going to want to end this quick. He does not want to go five rounds. There's no way he's got he the cardio can't. to go five yeah. rounds. Yeah. That's so he has to force the issue. That's what's going to make this fight so entertaining is, look, he knows 100%. he's probably got two rounds in him. Um, most fighters. Right, yeah, most fighters don't want to go three in any fight. Uh, and they know, even when they've trained for a five-round fight, that that four and five are going to be miserable. Well, yeah. this guy wasn't training for any rounds. He's got two in him. I think I think he really has two in him before he really starts running out of gas, and then he's in big trouble from a cardio perspective. Mm -hmm. So this, to me, Masvidal is going to come out. I, I, there's a chance I think Masvidal wins this in 30 seconds. Um, and he just comes out like a freak, just ready to kill. Uh, and it either works or it doesn't. Um, it, when it, when I try to imagine him accepting this fight, I kind of think of him saying something like that. Like, okay, yeah. I'll just go end it in 30 seconds and get out of there with a paycheck. Um, and so I'm so excited to see how this plays out there. I don't think there's going to be a lot of dancing going on uh, in this one. And if it is, it's going to be... Usman dancing away and Masvidal just chasing right. after him. And right. that's going to be bad news for Usman. So DraftKings Sportsbook offering you plus 500 on either. Now, the strategy here has gotten to a place, unfortunately, where I don't think we're guaranteed a profit anymore, right? If you're just getting in on this, um, because yeah. you're going to have to bet 40 to win 38 if uh, no. No, I think you're still good. Let me just uh, examine this really quickly. So if you bet 20 on Masvidal, yeah, I do think, yeah, because you'd be betting 10, 20. Yeah, you're going to – you basically could guarantee that you break even if right. you want on Masvidal. Right. Um, I mean, this – the strategy that we'll probably be doing anyways is Masvidal goes in our round robin with all the with all the dogs, mm -hmm. and uh, then we we bet you know a couple units on Usman to kind of cover cover ourselves a little bit. I might like, and it's not going to be as juicy, but I might like the to do a round robin on the main card, all not to go the distance, or maybe mm -hmm. I take Paige Van Zant out and put the. Um, the top fight in the prelims which is jerry proska who's making his usc debut but comes in with some really intriguing hype and uh oh the vulcan osmedir who's had a title fight among the light heavyweights light heavyweights more likely to to see a finish but you know no to go the distance is minus 225 so you're sacrificing quite a bit of value interesting yeah that is interesting um lot of plays out there on this and, and there are a lot of different mm -hmm. ways you go. I think maybe you're right. Maybe we end up going in on Usman, knowing that the Masvidal round robin parlay if he hits, that's going to be big for us. Mm -hmm. uh, we're kind of getting both sides of value there. I mean and you can put 20 bucks on this. Usually it's just 10 when they give you these plus 500s. Right. You can put 20 down on this. So um you know, think of that when you're building your round robin parlay in terms of how much value you might be able to get out of this. Um, if it, you know, if you're two and two going into that final fight, 
uh, on the round robin parlay, you're in a really good spot. Yeah, and uh, that's what happened to us with the last one, right? We yep. were two and two in the round robin parlay, and you had action on Poirier, so uh, it kind of worked out either way. Can't wait for but it. We needed it to go the distance, so it was slightly right. Different. And it went, and it went the distance. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been doing well lately. We're eating well. well. We've this is the best weekend. Of, we, we say this a lot, but the weekends just get progressively better. This is easily the best weekend we have. I mean, best UFC card we've seen thus far. It's hard. Two forty nine was so great with Gagey and Ganu, like some really really big. <laughs> showcase names for the ufc but i don't i don't think we had these many even matchups i mean this is really a great card we've got our boy colin morikawa and then the best slate of soccer games um stateside and abroad we've had on a weekend thus far as well and speaking of morikawa probably good news for him another suspension in play right now uh more weather on the way so uh Probably good news for Morikawa, unless this thing really passes over in the you know in the clear, which can sometimes happen. Okay, let's quickly take a look at the Premier League uh, and anything else you might be mm-hmm. interested in this weekend. Uh, we got a few minutes to go through here, so go quick. Okay, uh, lots of like massive underdogs in the Prem this weekend, like Sheffield United plus 500 might be nice value against Chelsea, Um, though Chelsea minus 167 would be the way I go. The big matchup of the weekend is Tottenham against Arsenal. Tottenham to win plus 160. Arsenal to win plus 170. The ties plus 240. Tottenham's just been garbage. Arsenal's figuring some things out. I kind of like them at plus 170 here. Mm, Okay. All right. I like that play. That's of like, course, oh, I'm going to take my Wolves yes. uh, plus 102 against Everton. That's my only prem play of the weekend. So uh, let's go Wolves. That's a huge game. Like that's the Wolves yeah. kind of want to be where Everton's been the last five years. Everton on the quote unquote road plus 310. Um, hate to say it, but decent value there. Though I was seeing uh, Wolves second most profitable team in the EPL. This wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. In the Liga, there's no good value. Okay, my bad. The In the Serie A, we have Atalanta, the hottest team in Europe, the highest scoring team in Europe, going against Juve. You can get Atalanta at plus 225. Um, that's nice value with them. Arsenal Wolves, you're, you're getting some decent value here. Um, my guys at Parma are going to Bologna. They're a plus 170 at home. I love that. I also um, really like my guys at Verona going against Fiorentina. They're plus 255. That's really nice value there. Um, and this this one I'm making more with my heart than my head. But AC Milan, they've been on absolute tear. They're going against Napoli. That's been playing well, not quite as well as they have. Milan's already beaten big dogs in Roma, Lazio, and Juve. Napoli, less of a test plus 245 for me. And so that's, uh, you know, I'll be doing an all Italian league parlay because there's plenty of value there. And let's close it out with the MLS. I gave you guys my Sounders pick tonight. Atlanta United against New York Red Bulls is going to be really fun. Two great Eastern Conference teams. You can get Atlanta at plus 108. Um, you know, again, parity in the MLS makes things a little more tricky. And, you know, depending on the, the, the shape everyone's in because, 
they just played two games like four months ago. That's all we have to go off of. But Atlanta at plus 108 has me intrigued. Toronto at minus 125 against DC United, I think is another good bet. And the Rapids against their rivals in Real Salt Lake. Honestly, I think that's a tie, plus 270. But you can get the Rapids at plus 170, like their cousins over at Arsenal, too. So, All right. Yeah, yeah I think it's a tie, too, for some reason. I've got big tie vibes on that. Um, well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, an amazing week. Probably the best week in show history. Uh, you go. You have a ten and zero run in one day. I go six and zero in the day after that. Then of course Brooks Kapska screws it up. So I'm six and one in the last two days. Uh, I will take that, and we will run to the weekend, just on fire. So let's keep it rolling. So Hope you guys have a great weekend, and God bless Colin Morikawa. See yeah, you guys man. later. Peace out. Peace. When's your flight leave? Oh, we're still live.